Hey everybody, Carlo D'Angelo coming at you with episode three of The Criminal Lawyer. In episode two, we talked about the types of punishment you normally find in the criminal justice system. Today, I wanna to talk about the basic elements that are necessary in order for there to be a crime. Every crime has to have basically four components. The first component is some voluntary act. In Latin, this is known as the actus reus. That voluntary act means that you cannot be prosecuted for committing an act which is obviously involuntary. So if you are in the throes of a seizure and you start flailing your arms around and you happen to strike the person next to you on the bus while you're in that involuntary seizure state, well, you can't be prosecuted for that because you don't possess that culpable state. You did not act voluntarily. You're acting involuntarily. And a lot of times in law school, you'll get tripped up on these law school questions because they will put together scenarios where there's sort of a gray area as to whether the act was voluntarily undertaken or involuntarily undertaken. So if you see in the fact pattern that there is a suggestion that the act may have been completely involuntary, now mind you, if you create the state of involuntariness, for example, if you drink or do drugs to the point that you are completely wasted and then go around flailing on the bus and strike somebody, you will be found guilty of that because you have created that state of involuntary impairment. And you won't be able to make a defense there and say, well, you know, I got so wasted I couldn't really control myself and I was in a, in a rage and I was flailing around and therefore I'm not guilty. That's not going to fly. But if you generally have a completely innocent involuntary act, then you can't be prosecuted for that. Now, in addition to the voluntary act, the actus reus, you've got to have a culpable intent. That is the mens rea. Now, the culpable intent or the mens rea means that culpable state of mind. Most crimes require you to have some state of mind that is of the, of the mindset that you want to commit the crime. Again, you got to have a mental state as well as a act in furtherance of the crime. Those two things have to happen together. So the third element is a concurrence between those two things, a concurrence of the mens rea and the actus rea. And then finally, to have the completion of a crime, you have to have some causation or harm. If you don't have some causation or harm that is the result of the merger of your act and your culpable mental state, then you typically cannot have a crime. So in order to have a crime, these basic elements are necessary, a voluntary act, an actus reus, a culpable intent, a mens rea, those two things concurrently happening, and then finally causing some harm. Some things to be aware of when you're looking at this culpable intent is that you cannot be prosecuted for mere thoughts. Mere thoughts are not a crime unless your thoughts are merged with some act that causes some harm, 
then you don't have a crime. As we talked about in the beginning, involuntary acts that lack the culpable mental state are also not crimes. So reflexive or, you know, reflex reactions or the seizure that we talked about earlier, those types of inadvertent acts that are not merged with some mental state will not get you there. In the next episode, we'll talk a little bit more about the mens rea requirement, but I just wanted to give a basic overview of what the essential necessary components are in order for there to be a crime in the first place. I hope this, this was helpful. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information about me, you can always check me out at D'Angelo Legal, D-A-N-G-E-L-O, and that is available on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or on the internet. Thanks all. See you soon.